0: discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets. Be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. Organizing plans, goals, direction seems to be a bigger thing than it needs to be. What if we just talked about it in terms of keeping up momentum? The momentum plan. Let's talk about it. So let's get started. So Organizing. Some people say I'm amazing organizing. I just love it. And so we're like, oh, it's my biggest enemy ever. I hate it. And some people use organizing to well, not get stuff started, maybe I should say. And some people use organizing to help them stay on track. It's kind of interesting to me how organizing can play so many different roles for different people. For me personally, I'm, I guess, a combination of both. I like organizing. Sometimes I love organizing. Sometimes I use organizing as an excuse because I don't really know where to start. I have some clients who use organization as their mind clean. I know some clients who use organizing as their real structure. They have to organize literally every moment of their day from get up, feed the dog, all that. And there's some clients I have that can live in piles and piles of paper and messiness, and they know where everything is. So we're all different, but we still have to create a path for ourselves, a way to know what needs to be done, a way to know and understand where we're going and what we need to get there. I like to think of it in a sense of preparing for a road trip. I think I've talked a little bit about this before, but... When you are going on a road trip, you can go in two different ways. One, a quick day trip. We'll just see where we end up. You do have to plan a little bit ahead. You probably will have to stop and buy gas, so you'll need to make sure you're prepared for that. You may need to prepare to get something to eat along the way. So in that case, you might want to make sure you have your driver's license and some money on you. But other than that, you don't need to be much more organized, you're just kind of following where the flow leads you, where the road takes you. And that can be great too. There are times in our business and our lives when it is a spontaneous road trip. We don't need to organize a lot. We're just letting it take us along the way. We have the basics of what we need. We know we can pick up the information or the partners we need along the way. And off we go. There is a point, though, when you need to head back to home base or you need to make a plan. You can't just roam freely forever. At some point, you're going to have to put some pieces of the plan together. At some point, you're going to realize, oh, I'm on the way to a town where maybe my cousin lives. I should go and visit. Well, you show up, no one's home. And you think, oh, darn, I should have called. And so you head on your way and the next day they call and they go, oh, I just got back. Can you head back? You're like, well, I'm now, you know, four hours out of town, which can be fun still. But eventually, after a while, you're either going to run out of money or just it's not that fun anymore. You know, I have friends who used to work three jobs. They'd work every job they possibly could find for Usually four to five months, they would work their little tushies off, and then they would take all of that hard-earned money, or oh, they would live like mice during that time, and they would travel around the world for a year. With no real plan, they'd buy just a ticket and travel around the world aimlessly. With no real plan, around-the-world ticket, as long as you go in one direction, you're fine. And they'd use the year to do that. I had one friend in particular, she used to do this, and she would do this every year, basically. And then she started to think, you know what? I'm almost 30. Maybe it's time for me to get a real job. So her wild, spontaneous life of traveling around the world, and she did this for years. I don't know. I want to say maybe five years At one point, she eventually had to make a plan, organize herself into what she would be doing. The randomly traveling was not a long-term lifestyle she could sustain. She wasn't making an income traveling. This was before the days of blogging and such. So she would have to come home and get a real job. So she made her plan and she had college degrees. So she had something she could do. She went into teaching and bought a house and settled down. And, you know, we know how that goes, right? So if we think about this in our own lives, yes, we can go on this spontaneous, follow the road wherever it takes us, work really, really hard for a little bit, and then follow the road where it takes us. But eventually, there's a point when we do have to make a bigger plan. Now, some people it's a little harder to do. And others, it's easy. And when do you need to make this plan and what does it look like? So I'm going to talk in the in-between land. If you're somebody who needs a schedule that requires moment by moment by moment, That's on one end of the spectrum. And if you're somebody who lives in complete chaos and piles of paper everywhere and stuff and you know where to grab it, that's the other end of the spectrum. So we're gonna kind of play in the middle zone here. The middle zone being that you can go with the flow and ride along on the road for a bit and things kind of come together for you and you're comfortable with that it happens. But now we've reached a point where we're ready to take it to the next level. We're ready to take this more than a day or two trip out and come home. We're ready to do the whole U.S. We're going to zigzag around it. We're going to do a big trip. We need to plan it. And how do we do that? Well, we have to plan it in such a way that we have the flexibility to adjust our trip for weather, for construction, for traffic, for whimsical moments. I want to see the largest ball of yarn in the world. You know, those are exciting things we need to stop and see along the way. You never know. So we begin this planning. Now, we're going to start realizing we've got to do some very important steps first. One, we're going to make sure that we have a basic idea and basic direction of where we want to go. If we start off from Seattle... And we head straight north, but we don't have a passport. Nah, we're in a little bit of trouble there. We're gonna have to turn around and go back. So we wanna make a plan. We need to make sure that the direction we're going, we can keep going for a bit. And we want a basic idea that we have what we need along the way. Do we have have a safety kit? I know people don't normally do this, but I'm an old school car person. You know, do you have a spare tire? Do you have AAA membership in case you need to call for a tow truck? Do you have extra money? Do you have cash? Do you have different ways for paying things? Not everybody will take Visa or MasterCard or, you know, some will take cash. So you have the flexibility while you're out on the road. Small businesses, are you going to go back roads? Are you going to go the highway? Some basic ideas you want to think about. Are you gonna plan ahead for a couple hotels. you're just gonna see where you end up. Do you have friends along the way you might try to target? Are you gonna call them first? So think about this if we're putting it into a business sense, you're getting the idea here. we're making sure we have our safety net it means we're not being afraid. we're being prepared. Are you prepared? Do you have things done in advance? Do you have, what you need to move the ball forward in case something happens. Do you have all your computers backed up on just external hard drive, cloud drive? Are you covered? You know, basic things like that. Do you have an idea of people that you may need help from or that can help you or support you along the way? People that would give you an ideas or teach you new things. Do you have an idea who they are? Have you touched base with them? Have you made a list? Do you know if you're going to go fast track something right away, what that looks like? Or are you going to build slowly? And do you have a plan for that? What does that look like? Again, we need to plan for some flexibility here. So we need to be able to adjust as we need. All of a sudden, let's say you do a podcast and you get laryngitis, you can't talk. Do you have a plan for that? Have you recorded enough podcasts in advance? Can you play some old ones in the background? What if you just started it? What are you gonna do? Do you have a plan? Did you get your social media up, but for some reason you can't post for some odd reason? Your phone doesn't work, your internet's down, you're not feeling well, something's happened, and now you're not able to post. Do you have some sort of social media management system that you maybe can pre-program? Do you have clients that you're supposed to be talking to when something happens nowadays it Zoom or Skype is down? Do you have another way to contact them? Have you made that clear that if they can get on and for some reason you can't, how to contact you and make sure you connect? Do you have a way to do that? These are your tire irons, your backup systems, you're planning for flexibility. It sounds kind of structured, but the truth of the matter is, if you have these in place and something happens, then you're not scrambling. You're not caught out in a blizzard. You're not caught out in a tornado or something on the road, unprepared and vulnerable, because you can feel quite that way. Maybe if have someone new in your system and they say, oh, they're never on there, what's going on? You know, you need to be ready. And it's important to be prepared. I'm gonna go back to my story of the flood. I remember when I was in the flood, I don't know why, I'm going to be honest, I really don't know why this is, but I would see things through the years of, you know, someone is in a fire and they grabbed all their pictures or they only came out with this or there was a flood and they only got this or that type of situation, right? And I made a list of the things that I would take with me and I know I'm weird, photos wasn't on it. I thought, well, first thing I'll do, I'll get my important documents. I want to make sure those are easy to carry. I'll take all my book with my passports in it. I can grab my external hard drive, if nothing else, because that's always backed up. I can grab my passport, my important documents, any cash I have, my expensive jewelry, things like that. And I can remember the family across the street during the flood, they saw me packing up my car with little bag of clothes, some dog food, some cat food, some chocolate covered pretzels. Of course, you know, you need snacks. You might be stuck somewhere. You should always have chocolate covered pretzels. And they saw like I had my computer and I had my external hard drive and it seemed very organized. And after the flood, they said to me, I will preface this by saying this was a family that had escaped a war in another country and had lived in refugee camps. And so they came up after the flood and they said to me, we've seen a lot of people escape with stuff, with books and different things. We have never seen anyone so organized and knew exactly what they were taking and things that actually made sense. And I thought, thanks, I try to be organized. Now it's not because I'm organized, I just had that list in my head already. It was very easy for me to think through was chocolate covered pretzels at the top of my list? No, but they made the list and actually they were very nice to have. But I did have this important list in my mind of things I would take and I'm sorry, photos weren't on it. Nowadays, we keep so many photos on our phone or they were backed up on my external hard drive anyways that I could reprint them out. But my business was on my external hard drive. My business was on my computer. Yeah, sure, there's the cloud, but I don't know, I'd already lost that once. So I had an idea of what I needed to have prepared in advance. So this is something I want you to think about when we're talking about organizing. Can you find what you need quickly? Can you find the passwords that you need from things? Are they well-organized? Can you prepare things in advance so if you are stuck in a situation, everything keeps moving forward? I can remember one time my mother was in the hospital unexpectedly, and I had pre-set up my social media. I didn't even think about it, to be honest with you. I had it all set up, and it was running all these posts. And a friend of mine, not necessarily very technically savvy friend of mine, didn't pay much attention to my messages about my mom being in the hospital because she said, I saw your social media post. Looks like everything's doing great. And I'm like, I'm in the hospital 18 hours a day. Are you kidding me? But the world thought everything was fine. I had these amazing posts in my social media. I had totally forgotten, to be honest with you. I should have remembered because I'd been using it. But the truth is, I totally forgot. I was in the hospital dealing with that. but my social media and all my messaging was still going out during the two weeks we were in there. And that was great, it helped me because honestly, it just kinda kept the momentum going that I didn't really lose much momentum from that. So I want you to think about these different things. How do you organize? Do you have stacks of notes of thinking stuff through or researching and all that? Do you keep specific files on your computer? I'm still a paper person. I don't know if it's cause my age, but I'm still a paper person. I still like paper. I like using all my colored pens. I do love using my iPad more and more. I find my poor printer is leading a very, very isolated life right now. My poor printer. That's why iPad arrived. My printer is no longer important. Poor little thing. So as we move through our lives and technology, It shows we change how we do things and how we organize and how we keep track of what we're doing. And then your mind, how is your mind handling that? How is your mind handling when you feel like there's so many different things to do or now you're caught in something that doesn't allow you to move your business forward or something else for a short time period? How do you keep that ball moving forward? A big part of that is planning this road trip. Allowing to be on the road as it changes, but then also having some type of plan. So if you start breaking things down into the short time periods of how far your car can go for gas, you think about that's the energy I have. I just have to have the energy to get here. You know, I just have to get this far. If I can just fill in for that, that'll make it. I'm going to need to make it last this long, two car gas fill-ups. If you break it down smaller like that, it's a lot more manageable. And what needs to happen to get that car filled up? Well, generally I find on a road trip, okay, I'm a little structured. I will say for cars, I like cars. I don't like a lot of wishy-washiness. If you are a passenger in my car for a road trip, You can go to the bathroom when we stop for gas and you can get treats. But otherwise, we're not doing a lot of other breaks unless it's to see the world's largest ball of yarn, of course. But we're stopped now. We're buying gas. This is our moment to think about what else do we need to prepare. Do I have my Cool Ranch Doritos that I eat on a car trip? I might be out at this point, so I'll need to stop in and buy some. Do I have my Dr. Pepper or drink or water that I need? Is there anything else I might wanna think about? Is it getting dark? Do I need to think about where am I to the next town? Is there anything, do I need to check the oil? Is there anything I need to check on? Any other preparations I need to make, I'm right here. This is I'm preparing to move forward. What is it I need to check into? If we plan on this for our business, it's the same idea. We can go so far, plan just these short trips Break it out into smaller segments. How long can you go till you've run out of gas? Till you run out of energy? Till you run out of momentum? Because you are going to, no matter what you're going to, whether it's something outside of your business or something within your business, you're going to start to run out of a little momentum. You're just going to need to fill up with gas. Get your treats and start going forward and have an idea when that is and be prepared. Be prepared. Give yourself the uh, breath when you stop and say, all right, it's daylight, things are going good, I'm making good time, look where I'm at, wow, no one even stopped me. I went through Montana, I had 120 miles an hour, threw five bucks out the window, and look where I am. I got plenty of time to get the rest of my trip done. So I'm going to fill up with gas again. I should get to where I'm going by dark. If not, here's my plan. Got my chips. I got water. Got what I need. I'm ready to go. Sure, I ran out of momentum for a moment. I just had to fill up with gas. Double check where I am. Double check where I'm going. Double check my supplies. Make sure I'm set up. I'm ready. Reflect on what I'd gotten done. Reflect on how well I did. Reflect on what came out of that. And look Forward. This was great. I actually have time to go to Carlsbad, Cambrons before I get to my next stop. Maybe I can look ahead and say, "Hey, I have time to do this or that now because I did so well." The momentum part. People think of a momentum as just constant. It isn't. You're going to run out of gas. It doesn't matter whether it means you still have energy to keep going. You still need to check it where you've been. So set something up that will say, "Okay." this is the first thing I need to get done and then I need to kind of reflect and make sure that I got it done or how well it went or look how fast it went and now I'm ready for the next thing all right we're ready for the next part then we're going to check our engine do we need gas do we we want to fill up before we run out I, I'm not a person that likes to run out of gas so I'm a quarter of a tank gal get to a quarter of a tank you fill up that's the rule So don't wait till you're out of gas. Don't wait till you're in the middle of nowhere. It's a blizzard and you have no fuel. You can't even run the heater. You're stuck. You got to wait for someone to rescue you or you got to find a way to walk through the snow. This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about when you're organizing, planning ahead, Give yourself the space to get to the quarter of a tank, not empty. You're still feeling good. You're still moving forward. Things are happening. You know, wow, look how well I did. All right, I'm gonna keep moving forward again. I still got a quarter of a tank left. I could have gone farther. I could have got these other stuff done, but I'm just gonna make sure and celebrate what I've done and then keep going. Because momentum is about making sure you hold that momentum. It isn't about going till you stop. It's about continuing to go. And no car, no vehicle, no person can go and go and go and go and go. They have to have breaks for food, for water. (laughs) Just relaxation, quiet your mind, quiet your voice. And allow yourself to celebrate, to recognize where you've gotten, and then use that quarter of a tank, wreck, okay, I still I'm still going. I'm still moving. I'm just gonna stop here, kind of check my energy, check and make sure I got everything. Okay, I'm ready to go. Boom, I'm off again. Okay, we don't all get to go 120 miles an hour, but those were the good old days. So organizing means keeping momentum moving forward. It means having enough plan and having enough direction. And having enough preparation that you work within the middle. The middle being that you don't have to be so hyper-organized, but you can be. And you don't have to be super disorganized, but you can be. Because you're just working on the trip from a full tank to a quarter of tank left. Which means there's no limitations. Which means... You look at the world in a constant moving direction and allowing yourself to keep that energy up. When we organize our lives in a way of preparing for supporting and for knowing what we need and looking far enough in advance to slow down and make sure that our tires are good, our fuel is good, our oil is checked, and our Dorito bag is new, then there's nothing that can stop us but us because we pushed ourselves too far. So stop, fill up with fuel for you and your car, and organizing a plan gets just a bit simpler and momentum keeps moving you forward. I hope you liked this episode. It was a little crazy with my car stuff, but I hope it made sense to you because when you think about the simplicity of a car trip and the simplicity of stopping for gas before you run out, I hope it really rings true to you Of remembering that you are that car. You cannot keep going when there's no fuel or the oil hasn't been changed. The tires haven't been checked. Your business cannot keep going if you haven't checked those things. And you can't follow through on a plan if you haven't prepared at minimal the basics of what you need and where you're going. And when you do that, you are unstoppable. If you'd like to learn more about topics upcoming or make suggestions, please go to my Facebook group at Clearly Catherine Podcast.